Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Please join me in welcoming Andrea Season founder and former CEO of Ontario College of Business and Technology, co-founder of Her Digital Academy and founder of Women in Entrepreneurship. Andrea Sisum is an expert in business of education and on a mission to create world-class learning experiences that help women. Over the course of her career, Andrea has combined her passion for higher education, innovation, and diversity and inclusion. Now recognized as a global leader in these areas, Andrea is a regular keynote speaker and winner of City of Toronto's Access, Equity, and Human Rights Award, CSPN's Leader in Diversity and Inclusion, and nominee for RBC's Canadian Women of Influence. In this podcast, Andrea discussed how do business leaders and aspiring women entrepreneurs bounce back from uncertainty and start businesses under challenging circumstances, and she also shared her advice to women entrepreneurs running their business smoothly during these tough times. Hi, Andrea. Uh, welcome to our small business podcast. How are you today? Hi, Mahin. I'm doing amazing. Thanks so much for having me. Perfect. So, Andrea, a little bit about your background. Now, you're a paralegal and also a president of Ontario College of Law and Women's Paralegal Association of Ontario. Now, during your decade-long work at Legal you know, Legal Solutions Group, you have represented clients on a wide range of personal injury cases before the uh, Financial Services Commission of Ontario took, you know, took over. So what inspired you to launch the Ontario College of Business and Technology? That's a really, it's a two-fold question. And um, I, I'm going to start with um, my journey here as, as an immigrant. So mm-hmm. I am I came from a country of former Yugoslavia. I was a child that grew up under a civil war. Mm-hmm. Uh, we emigrated to Canada, uh, my mom and I, when I was uh, very young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just seeing some of the uh, disadvantages that uh, new immigrants uh, would uh, go through and also, uh, the, you know, how they would at some point be taken advantage of, um, which happened to uh, me and my mom, I decided that I wanted to know the law. And right. I decided that I wanted to help people, help new immigrants deal with the situations just like uh, we had uh, and. That sort of uh, uh, transpired into a passion um, on then specializing in immigration law, where I would help um, people come to Canada and just embrace Canadian dream and better life and right. uh, uh, something that we, uh, you know, Canada gave to us as mm-hmm. immigrants. Um, and then I went into teaching. Uh, you know, I sort of discovered that I have a passion of transferring knowledge to other people. Mm-hmm. So I went into teaching. I taught for many years at uh, various colleges, different programs, and just like with any, uh, you know, entrepreneur, uh, it all starts with a, an idea at the end of the right. day. So I had an idea. I saw an opportunity to innovate education. Uh, especially eight years ago when I first founded Ontario College of Business and Technology now, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I saw an opportunity to really focus on the distance learning or distance education. Mm-hmm. I was still stuck, you know, in uh, 20 years behind, 
while the technology and everything else uh, was, you know, well, well into the future, the educational sector was just not uh, caught up uh, to the innovations that were happening around us. So Mm -hmm. eight years ago, uh, Ontario College of Business and Technology was the first college to introduce live online classes. Mm -hmm. So the point was not to have a student uh, never see the the professor or the instructor, uh, you know, send an email and hope at some point that they'll see it (laughs) to their question they may have. Um, I said, this has to be a better way to, to do this. And just because you are distance learning, it doesn't mean that you should... Uh, be disadvantaged in any way it doesn't mean that your educational uh, experience should not be same or very close to the one uh, you know as as an on-campus student has mm-hmm. so we were the first ones to start delivering live online education and we were able to it was amazing because we were able to reach uh, most remote parts of Canada right and education uh, as as a concept uh, is really amazing because it betters it betters the communities, it betters the cities, it betters the individuals, it betters the the local economy and the global economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we had uh, someone in Thunder Bay who would never have an opportunity to take a program uh, if there wasn't for uh, distance learning and and live courses. Take one of our courses and then later on, um, you know, gain. Uh, meaningful employment in mm-hmm. their community, and that would better uh, their life. That would better right. the community. So that that's sort of how I got into uh, law, immigration, teaching, and then you know entrepreneurship and um, uh, founding Ontario College of Business and Technology. No, really, I really respect like your journey for you know since when you came and then up till now you've become so successful. And then uh, you know I really appreciate that uh, you you do so much in terms of you have good thoughts towards the community and you know trying to reach as many uh, students and kind of deliver that knowledge everywhere. So tell us more about like where do you draw your motivation and inspiration to continue to move forward? So I think my my motivation is is uh fueled by really great uh people around me Mm -hmm. and i say that it can be family friends but also uh, having that professional community that will provide uh, a safe environment that will provide support that will provide mentoring that will provide growth because i I think throughout my journey i I always knew that i was an an entrepreneur and i knew right from the start that you know once i finished school i would open my own business it was it was never a choice for me to work in a corporate world i Mm -hmm. i i I knew that that wasn't what i wanted Mm -hmm. uh so it was interesting to see how different people you meet on, on your throughout your path because your path is always evolving. I've never even dreamed that I would own a private career college, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, when I first started my journey eight years ago, uh, that was that was never on on you know on top of my mind. Mm-hmm. But because I met so many interesting people who inspired me, who motivated me, uh, I, I, and I always want to learn. Uh, that's that's one piece of advice I can say is always continue to learn Mm -hmm. uh, evolve yourself as an individual evolve yourself as a professional Mm -hmm. uh, be open 
And I think being open to growth and being open to meeting new people, being open to new opportunities, uh, there's only success forward. Exactly. Um, exactly. Like I really, really, really uh, resonate with the thoughts that you have. And I love your passion, number one. <laughs> now, Andrew, tell us like what has been your biggest challenge as a business owner? And like, have you, like, how have you met that challenge? Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of challenges as, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, a lot. I mean, you, you'll have probably sleepless nights uh, uh, many, many times. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, I think people often see just the good things of, uh, of when, once you succeed and you're an entrepreneur, but there's so much more uh, behind and how a person got there. So a lot of challenges, biggest challenge was, and especially I think with, with women and a woman that may uh, want a family or have a family or start a family, uh, balancing every, everything, you know, being a, being, having a first child, having a second child, being a mother, still having to run your business. Uh, you know, there's no maternity leave. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just pivoting and growing your business while doing all of that because life doesn't stop. Uh, just because, you know, you, you have your business. Mm-hmm. So being, being able to uh, overcome all of that and having uh, self-doubt, you know, you're, you're thinking, can I actually do this? You know, am I going to fail? Am I, you know, will I, will I at some point uh, make a profit? Uh, mm-hmm. so all of these things, you know, uh, are, are ch- small challenges. But if you have a vision, and I think for any entrepreneur, it's it's very important to have the ultimate goal or the ultimate vision of where you want to be. To work towards it, yeah. To work towards it, it's so very important because if you don't have that, it's like a ship in a storm, you know, you're going here a little bit, then you're going here Everywhere. a little bit, and, and you're all over the place. And you so get that, lost. And you get lost, and maybe a shipwreck happens, who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think having a vision and working towards that goal. So if, if you're opening a business, set and set smaller goals. Uh, mm-hmm. and a big goal uh, may get overwhelming, and you may say, you know, I'm never going to get there. Set smaller weekly, monthly goals, and eventually that becomes your journey. And your journey becomes your success, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it becomes a success story. Right. So, uh, yeah. Don't don't be too hard on yourself. Um, overcome uh, on daily basis. Uh, overcome little challenges and just mm-hmm. have have a set goal in mind. Absolutely. Now I really like that point of yours, like where you mentioned about having a perfect work life balance which is one key element for like, especially women entrepreneurs, they have a hard time. It's one of the biggest challenges they face. Now, Andrew, tell us like, what are the fundamental principles you adapt to keep uh, yourself relevant in the ever-changing times? Since, you know, there's so much happening, the global situation. Yeah, so one of the things I mentioned is always uh, continue to learn, never Mm -hmm. stop learning. So to keep myself relevant, um, you know, I will, and, and people often laugh, I will take, uh, you know, different credentials. So, you know, I'm, I'm almost done with my MBA uh, and I'm amazing. And I'm taking on, uh, you know, a small micro master uh, in artificial intelligence because I think, you know, that uh, technology is um, a future and you sort of have to embrace it. So even Mm -hmm. though I started with law, I, I slowly moved, you know, I want to be an all-rounder. All yes. Becoming it, an all-rounder. <laughs> everything 
connected. You know, it's not just one compartment, knowing the law, knowing the business, uh, knowing the education. It's, mm-hmm. I think everything is connected. Uh, so it, it's nice to have an overall of, of understanding. It will make you a better business person, a better entrepreneur. If you have an overall understanding of how, of the bigger picture and how it mm-hmm. all works together. That's beautiful. So never stop learning. <laughs> never stop learning. Absolutely. Now, if you talk about the global, like the global situation, like how do you, like, what do you think? How do business leaders and aspiring women entrepreneurs can bounce back from uncertainty and start businesses under these challenging circumstances? You know, I, uh, I think that a lot of people are tempted to uh, give up uh, too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think entrepreneurs, especially at the times like this, with a lot of uncertainty and um, you know a lot of uh, a lot of conditions have been placed on small businesses that have made them have made it really hard for them to even stay in business. Right. Uh, I think it's important to um, be able to overcome again daily challenges mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sort of fixate it, uh, fix on uh, fix yourself on the bigger fixate yourself on a bigger goal. Uh, So innovation as well. I know a lot of businesses were able to pivot and, um, you know, tap into different industries uh, to keep themselves afloat. But I think innovation is the key to um, survival of any business, no matter what the circumstances are. I mean, uh, even if there wasn't COVID, uh, Mm -hmm. education sector would need to innovate at some point. Right. It made it uh, made it a sort of a must, uh, an overnight must to be to to innovate ten years, twenty years of where they were lacking. Right. Uh, so any business, um, any entrepreneur needs to really not be satisfied with status quo and where they're at, mm-hmm. because if they're not innovating, they will become irrelevant at some point. Right. If you're irrelevant that you're not providing you're not providing a service and if you're not providing a service to others then you're not going to be in business. Absolutely. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Now, you know how uh some small businesses they are very risk averse in terms of embracing innovation. So, how what do you think what are what is your opinion on like how can small businesses embrace that that little um you know that little uh world of like in- innovating like how can they be innovators? I think it starts with the leadership. If the leadership is open to uh, new ideas, uh, hearing, uh, hearing how, uh, hearing from other people how uh, the business could a- evolve, capture new business, innovate, embrace new technologies, then those businesses will be successful as a long-term businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts with leadership, and uh, some leaders may not want uh, want to be open to changing things because you know they get too comfortable in in the position they're in, and they're saying, "Well, if it works, why do we have to change anything? Mm-hmm. It may work today, but it may not work five years from now. And where will that business be then?" Right. No, that that was amazing. You've shared some of the, you know, the best tips and best advices, keeping all your thoughts in like in one place. But do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with us and our listeners? Uh, I do, actually. So for me, um, I, I can share only the advice uh, that <laughs> me. but I think that uh, for any entrepreneur out there, um, use the power of social media. Uh, social media is free. And right. I entrepreneurs should be working on branding themselves more uh, 
-hmm. as an individual. Uh, and I think, especially now with COVID, the messages, corporate messages and corporate advertising, people are tired of it. They want to connect on a personal level. They want to know what your company is about, who you are as a person, if you are a good leader, if you're genuine about your product. So branding, power of social media, and also very important is to network. Network, absolutely. Network, uh, you know, it's, uh, and I'll give an example. Since we've been stuck at home uh, for a <laughs> year, um, we were kind of forced to uh, meet and network online. Right. And I, even though I miss human touch uh, and, you know, the, the situation, it is what it is. Um, mm -hmm. We can't see each other. I use that uh, for the advantage. I, I said, okay, so this is a the situation. There's nothing we can do about it. If you mm -hmm. can't change it, then find a way to get through it. Yeah. Uh, so I started focusing more on, uh, you know, networking on social media. And I can tell you that opens so many doors. I met does. many wonderful people during this really hard time mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, and, and also uh, people that I continued uh, to work on some amazing projects. Right. Um, so you can use, use this time. I know it's not the easiest time, but use this time to go out there, seize the opportunities, um, and, uh, network. 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 Is so extremely <laughs> no, really like, you know how there may be, like, there are limited tools and resources, but if you know how to use them effectively, I think that just brings up, that opens the door. So you've shared some of the best advices out here today. And thank you so much for joining us, Andrea. It was lovely knowing you. We have a great personality and uh, yeah, we hope to stay in touch. Thank you so much. Amazing. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Music